guys, welcome back to season two. I'm so excited for this season. I'm so excited for the content that's gonna be coming out. I'm excited to be releasing it. I'm excited to be interacting with you guys. And um, I'm really looking forward to some really great conversations. I'm really looking forward to exploring what season two has in store for us. Hey, if you're new, I encourage you to subscribe and we're going to be dropping new episode, actually a whole bunch of episodes all together the first Thursday of every single month. So you don't want to miss out. Make sure you subscribe. Give me some feedback as well. How are you finding this? Is this helping you? Because the mission is staying the same. Our vision is staying the same. At least my vision is staying the same. And that is to just engage in conversation that doesn't always get airtime or a lot of airtime. Um, in some of the social circles that we're part of, or sometimes as well in church. That's where this podcast was birthed out of, and hopefully it's content that helps you, it's content that challenges you, it's content that leads you to have more conversations with people around you. So, subscribe, let me know how you're thinking, and um, I'm looking forward to this journey with you. I love suppose this is where um, to me it's up it, it makes sense as well when Jesus mm. says um, you know to to not sin in mm. our anger yes and it's that idea of he's 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 gonna explain that and expand yeah. on to that yes and going if somebody has wronged you mm. um, don't repay them yeah according to how you've been treated yes um and and and, and he takes that in so you know because that's one of the questions then that can arise is that does it anger god mm-hmm. that we're sinful and we're actually doing mm-hmm. wrong against him mm-hmm. you know, is mm-hmm. there is, 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 is there a type of anger that is there? is there anger or yeah. is god just always loving but, well, but, but that's the thing yeah 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 that it's he, a great question it's that because you know, when somebody is wronged, mm. um, there is a sense yeah, of, totally. of, of anger, yeah. which is righteous. Yeah. Um, but that's where it makes sense with, with the cross and what you just talked about with mm. the mechanics of that. It's what you do, yes. which God did not yes. go and punish us mm. in a sense or give us what would have been in our logical thinking, yes. the right thing to do yes. at the time would go to get vengeance. Yeah. Um, but let's say he did get vengeance. How mm. did he get it? Mm. It's it's he found a way mm. to do it that wouldn't hurt us. Mm. He found a way so that really the the highest value, which is relationship with us, would would still be upheld. Like oh, relationship so yes. much more than than getting back. It's yes. like you know what? Hey, I'm I, I'm I'm enough to take this. Yes, in. yes, yes. Exactly what right? he just said is I think the heartbeat of the cross. Appeasing his own anger. Yes, yes. Because that's the heartbeat of the cross. Is it's the type of, it's a type of um. How do I put it? It's like God's anger is. It's it's a type. It's the it's two sides of the same coin of love, mm-hmm. right? It's not a an abusive type style of anger. It's rather like if we if 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 you have a vi- I think N.T. Wright uses metaphors like you have a violin, mm-hmm. and if you choose to break the violin, there's like. Oh, you've ruined its design, like you know, and like you know, you know, it does. Is God angry? Well, yeah, he's angry. At, you know, child abuse. He's angry at, at um, how we exploit the world and yeah. things like that. How yeah. we destroy ourselves. But it's a, it's a passionate love anger. Mm. It's like, why are you doing yes. this? Oh my goodness, I love you guys. Oh, you're doing this. <laughs> no, there's so much, so much better for you. And I think, yeah, that's that's kind of the the type of anger there. Yeah. But going to what you said about him able to defeat sin without defeating us. I think that's the mm. core of the cross. Because Ooh, I like that phrase you Yes. Because we're the ones who've created all this this evil and sin and thrown into the world and, and uh, it's gonna boomerang back on us unless something but um the way, and, and N.T. Wright talks about this that the the defeat of evil and sin and injustice comes via the forgiveness of sin. Yeah. And because if um, because if all these forces of darkness which have kind of emerged in this tidal wave form, right, 
and now kind of boomeranging back on us in, a, in, in almost its own personified force as well. You know, even, even Paul talks about sin in, in a capital S sometimes, as if it's an actual force, right, that we've made but has now formed a personality and is now enslaving us, right? So now it's boomeranging back on us, right? Um, the question is, how will Jesus def- defeat sin without defeating, you know, kill sin without killing us, the ones who create sin in the first place, right? The only way that God could do that would be to take on the full force of sin into himself and respond to the people who created the sin in the first place with forgiveness. So, which means he can't defeat sin using the powers of sin, which would be eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. It would be that that retributive violence. That, that would be that. make him the very thing he's trying to defeat. Exactly, he's not. and he's not because he, <laughs> God is love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he takes oh, yeah. on. So it's actually how God would defeat you. He has to take it into himself to exhaust the powers, so to speak. Mm. You know, um, so he exhausts all the powers are exhausted, bodied in him, mm. and he looks at us and goes, "Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do." And in his death, he kills death. In yeah. his death, he kills sin. Yeah. And um, and the resurrection then becomes the the visible vindication of the victory That's of right. Good Friday. That's right. Because right. um, if he just died and stayed dead, well, you know, any good martyr can do that. Yes. You know, yeah. uh, it's not just a good example. I mean, you can use it as a good example. I think there is helpful. I think there's a helpful way in terms of seeing our discipleship as having to be cross shaped. Like power has to look like the cross, power defeating the evil has to look like the cross, etc. Uh, however, if you don't have the vindication with that, the resurrection, mm-hmm. you know, as yeah, which Paul dedicates like yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, First Corinthians fifteen. Just, it's yeah. like if 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 Jesus hasn't risen, we're still in our sin. Like yeah, yeah. it makes no sense if he doesn't yeah. rise again, because of course, if death has been defeated, that has to be shown. It has to be life. Yes. Exactly, mm. which is what you have in the resurrection. Oh man, you know? that's, that's... which is why death and resurrection. Right now, I, I will say that I do think there are some theologians who have been so emphasised in the resurrection, especially more recent theology. Um, that more recent theology, I think, more older theology has focused purely on the cross. Right, mm-hmm. but I think more recent theology is focused on just resurrection, whereas I think we have to hold the two. It's yeah. the victory actually happens on Good Friday. All right. It's an upside down victory because Jesus dies. I mean, that doesn't look like yeah. victory. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a whole other topic. The redefinition <laughs> of power. power yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What we think power is, what we think success mm. is, looks like death. You know, <laughs> mm. but good. But, but um, Resurrection Sunday yeah. is the way in which we can now we we look through Good Friday through the lens of the resurrected Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, because yeah. we go. Or, or that's probably the other way around. Other it could be the other way around. Other way around. Well, it's it probably both. Way. It's probably both <laughs> ways. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly, exactly. One for the other. Yeah, yeah. One for the other. The other for one. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if death isn't defeated, then what's the point? <laughs> right. How do we know it was all, it was all legitimate unless we mm. see the fruits of the victory? That's right. Yeah. You know? And and one of the things as well for us is that um, I think for me anyway is that. With, with with the you know when Jesus said it is finished mm. breathed his last um, there was a final victory there yes too, there was which is, it's like okay I've dealt with it yes is that beautiful right? oh <laughs> lovely and that's God saying yes right? so yes he is finished the whole work everything um, you know and and if God never did anything else. Yeah. Following that, mm. I mean, we'd have quite a lot. Yes. Um, but he, he followed through and he and he resurrects yes. Jesus. And yes. I think one of the things for me that that does is it is it does keep me um, hopeful. Yes. Right. Yes. It, it, As it should. Yes. And, it, and it's one of those things where, like, God is again affirming, like, you know, yes, there is. You are looking forward to a new yes. earth and a new heaven. Yes. You will get given new bodies. Um, you know, we will be, you know, without mm, fear mm. And, and trembling yes. and pain and sorrow. Yeah. And, and it's Jesus coming back to life. Like, yes, there is that to look forward to. Um, and in light of that, understand the cross. 
and in light of the cross, understand the resurrection. Yes, uh, yes. And, and your life. But yes, have hope and let that hope inspire you. And, and, and you know, and, and so it, it's multifold it, it for is. me. It it's, is. It's just so, so deep. It is. Um, so deep and rich. <laughs> I mean, and that's and, and that's, that's the reality. Event in history. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you know, people often say, and this is uh, once again another thought from N.T. Wright when he talks about. Mm. I quote him so much, but he's very good. Um, he 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 often talks about people will talk about the modern era, the Enlightenment, the turning point in history. He's like, well, no, the turning point in history was the res- was the death and resurrection. Right. The 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 when the when you when, as you said when Jesus says it is finished. That is the moment of shift. Yeah. That is like the cataclysmic, cosmic shift in the universe. It's like if the whole creation was in one mode of being and state, mm-hmm. it now shifted. Mm-hmm. The principality and powers, sin, death, evil, and justice, the whole works, um, being in, defeated. Absolutely yeah. defeated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to use theological language, they would call this kind of the Victus Christo atonement theory, so to speak. Mm, um, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. by the way, just as a, for helpful language, like, I see that as the overarching paradigm with all the other ones kind of fitting in that. And um, also another thing, just to bear in mind, we, we, we've often talked about atonement, we've only just focused on the letters or the things like that, whereas the Gospels as a story are rich full of, as a whole story, are rich full of atonement. Um, thought but anyway it's a whole other yeah because wow. yeah, yeah. you actually read the gospels and you actually see it it's climaxing towards this event towards this. it's like again if the pharisees they're getting more angry yeah. the yeah. the the political elite are getting more angry more angry at all and then the crowds get angry and so and, and within that you have jesus saying you know, i do not take my own life you know i i have I the power i lay it down <laughs> he talks about you know um the Son of Man did not come to serve, but give his life of a ransom for many. Yeah. Uh, you, you have this, this it's yeah. threaded throughout the whole Gospels. But anyway, but it's, yeah, but going back to your thing on hope, like, it reminds me of Peter in his letter, first letter, where he talks about, um, you know, we've been born into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus. Yeah. And into, an, into an inheritance that doesn't fade yes. or perish. That's right. And, you know, people have often said, you know, um, you know, uh, Christianity is just an emotional crutch. I mean, there's a couple of things I want to say. The first thing, the first thing would be say we all have an emotional crutch, all right? Yeah. It just so happens that yours might be um, money, or it yeah. might be your career, or it might be um, you know sexual exploitation, or kind mm-hmm. of like partying. It, it might be. It could even be good. It could even be family. You know. Um, yeah. So they're all emotional crutch. None of those things are inherently wrong. We can use those things in new kingdom shaped ways. Um, like renegotiate the relationship with money through the cross and the kingdom, same with sex, same with friendships and family and everything yeah. like that. However, everyone has an emotional crutch. It's just something else. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that a crutch implies fake legs. When Jesus rose again from the dead, he came out into solid resurrected yeah. legs. And that yeah. is hope. Yeah. That is hope that if death has been defeated, so shall all death be defeated. That's right. And, and I think I'm really envious a little bit of um, envious, maybe happy mm. and hopeful. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for mm. of how of how the disciples after the resurrection still got to taste. Oh, I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I read, uh, I, was, I was actually listening to the Bible and just, I think it was two occasions mm. Um where they're in a room, yeah. they're, they don't know what's going on. They're yeah. freaking out. This yeah. is after the resurrection, and Jesus just appears to them. Yes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and he Peace just be with you. Phases. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. it. That's it. Oh, so so that's what's it, what it's going to be like, you know, after yeah, yeah. we're, you know, when we get new bodies. I know. How mysterious is it as well? But then it's like, no, you can come and actually touch, touch me. me. And he's even fish as oh. well. And it's so strange. It's such a bizarre, how, how bizarre that new form of physical existence can yeah. include things like Jesus going through walls, but not as a ghost, but in, as yeah. in physicality. Yeah. And then coming in and disappearing. Like, oh. <laughs> like a non-decaying body. Yes. I mean, we're, our, our default in our thinking is everything decays. Mm. Non-decaying. Mm. Non-decaying. Ah, and a non-decaying creation. Like, 
Could you imagine that? We can't in some ways. It's, it's so... It's and they got to see that. They got to touch... And, Oh, yeah, so yeah. that that for me is one of those things where I'm just like, wow. Oh, it's beautiful. I and I love that they got to experience that because that would have, um, that would have really created another layer of solidity mm. for them. Like, hey, yes, like the, I saw this guy die. Yeah, I saw his tomb. Yeah, but I'm touching it. Yeah, like you, you don't like. An experience like that yeah. changes your life. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, if the cross did it, yes. an experience like that, not only, again, this is where they both, again, you know, yes. weigh in on each other. Yes, you know, yes, you know, yes. Support each other. But, you know, it's like, I understand the cross now. Yes. But, oh, my gosh, this is what the cross is preparing us for? Yes, oh. yes, yes. And in that scene, and this is, oh, my goodness. There's probably hours of reflection on this, <laughs> but the idea that, when they touch Jesus, say he still has his wounds. Yes, is that mind blowing? So we're talking about a, now a resurrected, perfected Jesus who shows us almost what the future will look like in his in his form, in his his now resurrected bodily form. Yeah, but he still has still wounds, which I think is fascinating. I mean, I, I wonder what wounds will still carry as a sign of of what we've done the kingdom I don't know yeah. that's, I mean that's just a mysterious that reflection mysterious. yeah 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 for, for me the way one of the ways I've come to reconcile part of that is oh, yeah. like I think you know he, he did the sacrifice was for eternity mm. you know, there's, got, there's got to there's got to be an eternal um, what's a word for it an eternal sign yeah because that. He, he carries that so that oh. I like, love that. It's yes. not like, oh yeah, this just happened. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Okay, let's move on. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah. he actually went and put blood on the mercy seat. Yes, yes. So and it's all weird. You know, so that's one of the things. That's one of the ways I sort of reconcile. It's like there's got to be a way to yes. remember him um, and remember because that was that was it for Thomas, right? Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. You know, touch my side. Like he would have had to lift. Mm. I don't know which side was pierced, but he would have had to lift his rope so that Thomas could place his hand in there, yes. and feel the flesh, and, and go, "Oh, that's an open wound, and you're not dying." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, isn't that fascinating? Isn't that amazing? My goodness, yeah, an eternal sign, which is really yeah. communion for us as well in a lot of ways. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, really cool. I know. <laughs> the eternal sign, the eternal remembrance. Yeah. And then that, the, and I'm reminded of both pictures. One of Jesus' Passover, of course, mm. where, where N.T. Wright says, just as a very quick snippet, you know, when when Jesus gives his um, atonement theology, so to speak, he doesn't give them a lecture, he gives them a meal, which yeah. I'm like, <laughs> when he said that. <laughs> So you have that eternal yeah, significance Lord. there, yeah. that eternal memory, that eternal sign there. And then, yeah, the book of Revelation, it, just where you think that it's all said and done and whatnot. You know, behold, the lion of Judah, he comes. And what does what is the lion? The lion's actually a, a bloody lamb. Yeah. As in literally the word That's bloody. Right. Yeah. That's right. Not bloody. Bloody. <laughs> bloodied. Bloodied lamb. And it's there. And isn't that, is that amazing? That's awesome. Oh. God is good. What a tangent. Man, it's <laughs> a good awesome tangent. tangent. It's a good tangent. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the, uh, that's that side. Yep. The flip side of that, yep. which yep. we talked about um, quite briefly, is yep. the, you know, it's the garden mm. and, and looking back and going, you know what? Um, it's not, in a sense, God who killed Jesus, but if I was in their place, mm. Done the same thing. Yeah. For example, if I was in Adam and Eve's place, I'd eaten the fruit because I know. <laughs> so that's the other side. That's the yes. flip side. You know, and we just talked about. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, um, really, the nuance of what it means for Christ to have stepped in. Mm. Um, but also, you know, who killed Jesus? Mm. Well, no, no, it's not God. Mm. So it's us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And. Um, you know, many people again would get defensive and go, "Well, it's not really me. I wasn't born two centuries, two centuries, mm. two millennia ago." Um, but there is a reality within which, where yes. you know, Peter says, "Hey, you, you killed him." Yes. And those words ring true as 
much today for her because the con our condition is the same yes. as it would have been for them if yes. we we're outside of Christ. Yes. Um, so yeah, God allowed Jesus to to be crucified. Yeah, and, and that's that almost that cosmic centrality to the cross. Mm -hmm. Like it, the, the our rebellion spreads across past, present, and future, and so does the salvation spread across past, present, and future. So when when I do when I, when I do fail when I do sin when I do live against um, the calling of, of what it means to be a human being made in God's image, mm. which is really what sin is. Sin is missing the mark. Missing the, mark. the mark being a tr true human being in God's yeah. good world. Yeah. So missing our calling, our vocation of, of being God's humans in the world, mm. and and within that the moral failing within that, but within that larger Sorry. picture. And when every single time I act against the grain of what it means to be human in dehumanizing ways, both to myself and to others, into God and creation and the like, I'm somehow throwing that sin onto Jesus. And in some way, I'm pushing it onto him. I mean, I, I don't know if that's perhaps the wrong language to use, but you get what I mean. And that's mm. where we can say that, no, we did. Like, we collectively, individually, socially, yeah. everything have trusted the sin onto him yeah. you know what i mean yeah and the and then the grace is, is that god doesn't look at that and goes how dare you <laughs> but he takes it he takes, he takes it. it yeah you know mm. and yeah and i suppose that whole idea of um humanity's responsibility mm. is very real because one of the things that i know as well is that after Adam and Eve had their sons and subsequent other children, mm. God didn't go, no, you guys sinned, but your kids didn't. Someone yeah. take them back to Eden. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there is a reality within which, um, you know, like I ask myself the question, well, who taught Cain to murder? <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody did. Yeah. But it, it does go to, go to, go to show that... Um, just yeah, it reverberates. Yeah, reverberates just, forward. Yeah, rebellion in the first instance reverberates mm. forward. I, I I want to be nuanced there. I mean, speaking personally, I want to be nuanced there because there is a there is some theological traditions which would say that um, as a result of Adam and Eve, um, it just the kind of the, the guilt just gets carried forward, and I kind of want to critique that understanding and, and to more going back to that language of muscle memory in the negative so mm. we talk about muscle memory mm. trust god mm. in a new way to it is that muscle memory of um of there was wrong in the garden and that muscle memory is kind of passed on so yes. to speak yes and because sin's also unleashed into the world and then turns around as its own force as well mm. that same force is like a is like a pharaoh slave master. That's right. In fact, even the, the the picture language of Cain and Abel is that sin was crouching. So even isn't that That's fascinating? Right. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, isn't that fascinating? A very wow. anthropomorphic language yeah, there right. to sin. And so I would say, I would say I, I agree. If by Cain and Abel and later generation being less about this kind of legal understanding of guilt carried forward, and more about a more of an organic natural consequences and, that, and that's and that's what i mean really yeah you do um, yeah because okay. yeah um again this is where you know i'm i'm this sort of i'm thinking like my understanding yeah. of of that that whole I imagery the stories and and the, that narrative you know my understanding is completely you know very well not complete but very removed from yeah the depth and the layers that it would be for a Jewish person yeah, totally. who's actually reading it within, you know, like they've got the background, they understand how that language works, mm. uh, works and what it actually means for them to be um, to be exploring this, yeah. this sort of idea. So, um, you know, with, with that in mind, I'm thinking, yeah, so there is a degree, there is a degree to which, um, like you said, and I like the word muscle memory, mm. Um, mm. There is a degree to which it's like it it's a, it, be, it it starts to become this thing that we've practiced. Yeah, it's stored and it's carried stored through. It's carried and it, and that's how it becomes mm. what we do. Yeah, like as yeah, a totally. First, yes. not as a you know. Let, let's yeah. let's put it this way. I I've always 
maybe and within this might sound controversial within some theological controversial circles, but let, let me say it like this right um i want to avoid the thought pattern that was somehow inherently sinful if that makes sense so whilst it's carried in our muscle memory through just generations and generations of society and, and peoples and parents and everything um i guess i don't want to look at a baby who's born and go oh what a beautiful Sinner, you know what I mean. Beautiful evil person. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which is that? Which is that legal guilt language? I want to look at that baby and says, "No, this baby is inherently beautiful, inherently precious. Who is inevitably will be, and is this is some sense affected by sin? If that makes sense. Maybe not from the get go. I mean, this is where I'm a little bit controversial. So, like the idea of like a like a legal status of like baby's born and it's you know it's a wretched sinner. Yeah, oh, I, I, and that's where it yeah. really, our language fails us quite yes, a lot. Yes. Um, because that's one of those grey areas. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a theological grey area. Cause it's some people, massively grey area. Some people go to one extreme, and you find this in a lot... Uh, you no, know, I do have respect for, like, reformed, like, Calvinist type stuff. Mm. I do have a respect for some, some mm. but not all. Um, but there are some hardcore, more Calvinist thought, which is like, you know, they're born a sinner. This is mm. a sinful baby mm. and like I don't want I just don't want to look at a five year old and be like oh, that person's deserving of hellfire <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think I think that isn't to say that there isn't an inevitability to that that that, that and once again it's the understanding of our own humanity if, if sin isn't about this kind of black and white thing but sin is about we're called to be a type of human and we're finding our vocation collectively first, which then trickles down to the individual. The human, yeah. Then I think you can say that there's a sense which it's carried through, but not in some sort of like the baby's born <laughs> and they're just a sinner. <laughs> Rather the baby's born and there's a, they're, they're born into a world that's sinful and um, the effects of sin run through and you know, the, the muscle memories there, the, the 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 trauma of the sins of, of the world are, are carried through. Yeah, and I I think that's a better understanding because you can then still say, but that child is fundamentally good. Does that make sense? So like, um, this this is where I get controversial. <laughs> this is where I get controversial. I would say uh, there's original blessing of incorrect because Genesis one, it is good, it is good. Genesis chapter three. When sin comes in, I would say it's unoriginal sin, not original sin. So you ever heard the language of original sin, which is like Augustine will be like, um, which was a very famous theologian who had some very troubling, interesting thoughts. Troubling, yeah, interesting thoughts. Some good, some really bad. Yeah. But a lot of his legacies carried forth in our mm. language in church is like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're sinners. Like, yeah, we are, but not inherently in our being. Like, we're actually. Our fundamental nature is that we're created in the image of so a loving not God. Not by design. Not by design. No. I think that's perfect. Oh. Not by design, but we are inevitably broken. Mm. It's almost like sin as something that's affected us, as sin as something that is us, if that makes sense. Mm. But uh, the sin, but it's carried through because, of course, mm. of the inevitability of the world around us that is affected by this by sin as a big thing, but also. The inevitability of just being a human being who fumble and fails and falls all the time. So then it would help to, mm. again, language fails us because mm. the language of the Bible is of kingdoms, servants, masters, yes. stewards, etc. Mm. Whereas legalistically, when we think about it, mm. um, it, it completely changes the picture versus. Um, you know, when Paul talks about it, yes. he says slaves to sin. Yes, yes. Um, which means that there is, and when you think about slaves, when they when they set free, mm. it changes. You know, it, it, it like yep. It's an identity that's been put on you versus another one that you can. Yeah, a, and it's yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah. So, it, and that's where it's important, I think, to to make the difference because. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah, we're we're living in a completely different world. Yes. Um, in terms of its practicalities and outworking. Yes. Um, trying to describe things that probably work better accurately mm. um, 
stated by you know like because it was their, their language and their yeah. story we're, we're looking back 2000 years later yeah. trying to work out their culture yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely totally. so you know that whole idea of seeing being this master because that's the kind of thing mm. uh, that's how it's really described it's it's not one of those and this is where um, this is where even understanding what time what types of governmental mm-hmm. worldviews we have yes, yes. in approaching this helps because yes. we we think democracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Right. Like I haven't we even think democracy. Wow. Like, How minds are affected by that. Absolutely. So being difficult to understand. It's massive. Even. Wow. But Paul yeah, is yeah. coming at it from hey, if you're actually part of a kingdom, yeah. here's what happens. Um, and a lot of them look at this as a kingdom of life, this kingdom, 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 kingdom. Yes. King, and who's that king's decision affects and subsequently um, frames yes. the way of life, the choices yes. of yes. The citizens. Yes. And so when God, when when Jesus comes in and mm. at the cross mm-hmm. defeating mm. yeah, 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 yeah. these powers, yes. they are ruling powers. Yes. And, yes. you know, when you're talking about kingdom, you know, being liberated, we're actually being liberated from the decisions. Yes. Um, yes. And also um, from, from, from those ruling and governing powers, um, their decisions actually affecting and framing our, our own decisions, our own way of life and mm. our own choices. Yes. Yes. And this is where, it, you know, like, again, we, we do have to. To go back, I think, to and sort of go, hey, we're not talking about a democracy where I get to have a say. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's completely different. It's, to, it's two, well, it's one kingdom trying to usurp another kingdom. Yes. Failing miserably because yeah. of the cross. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, that language as well has got to be yeah. really so true. explored. Otherwise, we're. You know. Yeah, because then we'll, because and you're right, the democracy mindset could hold us back from that because oh, we're yeah. so. If it's about democracy, the, the idea of king and rulers and, and, and yeah, yeah. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. Which yeah. I think that's you know that's probably one of the things as well that would have to be um, explored further and even talked about further when Jesus is saying um, the kingdom of God is at hand. Mm. What does what does he mean? Mm. Because, yeah, yeah, you know. I don't know if there were many democracies yeah. uh, in his days, yeah, 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 not or even in the, in the in the near history that he yeah. was part of. And I think that that worldview would have influenced, um, obviously, he, the language that yes. he used. Uh, but it's good for us to also understand what, so that we know what it means to follow Jesus. When Paul says, "I am a slave to Christ." Mm. What do you mean? What does it mean to be a mm. slave? Mm. Does that mean yeah. to be an employee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, totally. how we would think about yes. it. Or, yes, yes. or a subscriber to th- or a subscriber to something is like, well, I'm an employee. Yeah. Well, what does that entail? Yeah. Wage and reward. And, yeah, and totally. It's, it's that understand. Yeah, but it's in, like, a con- in a contract, <laughs> slaves don't get rewards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even have the you have the union. Like, you just work. <laughs> <laughs> like you just work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're expected to work. If yeah. your master wants to reward you, um, that's up to him whether or not he's yeah, good. Yeah, so true. Like, and, and isn't that fascinating how yeah. Paul does that? Yeah. Like as a Jew. Going, we're set free from sin as the Pharaoh slave master, like like that of Egypt. Mm. But we're set free to another. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, maybe the. Like, I'm not sure of even language. Like, slave master seems quite right. Like viscerally, I'm like, oh no. But of course, <laughs> yes. he, he transforms the language, Absolutely. doesn't he? He goes, um, but it's but the master that we we now serve is obviously a good master, yeah. and and it's the master's actually leading us to what it means to be human. But yeah, the language, mm, so. it's. It's like, oh, <laughs> ooh. It's like, oh man! It's almost like a, a yeah. lot of the conversations that that, yeah. that we that we have yes. need to be framed within this yes. within this, so that we sort of go, oh yeah, you know, because Jesus says at the Last Supper, mm. "If I, your Lord and Master, mm, wow, yeah, yeah, washed your feet, you yes. ought to do the same." Yes. And it's that idea of yes, there is a governance. Yes. He acknowledges that we're yes. talking about. We're yes. about yeah, that. yeah, and the kingdom. The, and when yeah. you associate lordship yeah. and, and master 
yes. and your leader. We, and I don't even like using the word leader because we think differently yeah, about yeah. a leader. Yeah, we, we think like 10 effective <laughs> ways to be a good leader. If I, your Lord and your master, whom you've given your life to, washes your feet, here's how you ought to use your strength. Here's our, yes. our governing authority. Yeah, this, this, who are this is what the master looks like, this washing. What, right? Wow, yes, um, yes. And, and it's like, well, when you understand that through a employee mentality, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's actually a good idea yeah. to do. Wow. But no, no, no. This is how you frame it, your it, whole it, life. Isn't it interesting? <laughs> like, when when Jesus speaks about freedom and subsequently Paul and the rest, they don't speak about freedom to no master. They actually speak about freedom to a new master. Isn't that fascinating? And what a great critique that is on our first, um, first century, 21st century culture. Because we think... Freedom is doing whatever you want. Whatever you want yeah. um, but I like how Wright puts it. <laughs> it should be a ding ding every single time I say that. N.T. <laughs> uh, Wright would say, true freedom isn't doing whatever you want. True freedom is being who you were created to be. And if in Adam and Eve... Yes. That. And if in Adam and Eve we have that, that, that original prototype understanding of um, that uh, wow. humanity was made to rule, co-rule, under the, but under the wise and loving rule of God... That, that that is then recaptured and reinstituted in Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. The true image of God, yeah. and who then brings us back to that vocation again in Himself, in Jesus yeah. Himself. But yeah, it's 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 precisely to Jesus, wow. you know. Um, but the liberation, of course, there is that true freedom is is actually being what we're designed to be. Absolutely, you know, which makes sense. Like when you actually stop and think about it, it's like yeah, of course, if we if we just did quote unquote whatever we want. I mean, if I want muscle kill, memory, yeah, yeah, it's not gonna let us. Yeah, yeah. Right? And if like, but even even, actually, so true. Yeah, we, like we have not. this. We want to be ruled. <laughs> now we don't think of it like that. We're like, no, we don't. And I'm like, yeah, but even your like yellowness, you learnt from a, you learnt from an influential leader. You learnt that. You learnt that. that. That's so your master. <laughs> yes. You've learnt that from X Y Z person or ideology. <laughs> you know. It, yeah. Of all people uh, in the Avengers, uh, seen the Avenger movies? I've seen it. The first Avenger movie, Loki, was actually right when he says, you were made to be ruled, you know. But he meant it in a dehumanising way, of course. And then comes Captain America, mm. who then says um, to, to um, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow says... Um, Ma'am, I do believe in God, but he doesn't dress like that. <laughs> referring yeah. to Loki. Yeah. Like is that actually quite prophetic in yeah. a way? It's yeah. like it's like yeah. their sense that there is this oh, God yeah. and there is this rulership, but it doesn't look like Loki. It certainly doesn't look like doing whatever we want because when we do whatever we want, we're not really doing whatever we want. Mm, <laughs> imagine right. if we imagine if seven billion people do whatever the heck they want. Hey, I don't think would society hell. would function. It would be hell, wouldn't it? It's reality of hell. It, exactly, exactly. I do whatever I want, you know. Whereas the kingdom is about actually giving up and, and giving in to the new life found in right. Jesus and actually right. going, um, it's, it's, it's better to serve the king because mm. that's what we're made to do. And it's existentially, internally freeing. Like, it's mm. not like, oh, I have to do this. It's like, no, you're actually designed for that. You know what oh, I mean? Man. And this is why I, I love the fact that you brought up um, the idea of not thinking about our father as this angry evil yes because then that actually helps to frame yes the picture of what we're designed to because if yes. our true freedom is in who we're designed to be yes and we assume and we take on and believe and yes that, hey god is actually good through and through yes deeper yes. than we could ever understand so what he wants what he designs is good yes and we, we believe that hey genesis when he's when he finished he looked back he was this is very good. Yes. Um, that, 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 you yes. know, and, and, and his intentions and every single one of his leanings, and, mm. you know, all that, that was all good. Then choosing that life, mm. which is, you know, it was back then, we look yes. at history. Yes. It is in the future what we look forward to. Yes. And Jesus says, I'm bringing both yes. right here in the now. And you can have access in, in this new muscle memory and way of mm. living. And yes. if you access that, that yes, it makes sense for me when Jesus says, I don't do anything that I want to do. Yeah. I do what my father does. Oh, 
It's a deeper muscle memory because we I talked about the muscle memory in the negative, didn't I? Before of like yeah, yeah, well, yeah, muscle memory sin, but it's like before sin was Genesis one and two, and it was there for original goodness mm. and like it's like when I mean, I noticed this for myself internally when I became a Christian and it grows and it's not to say there aren't hard moments you know that's the temptation of like C.S. Lewis talks about you know when you first become a Christian it's like staying up against the wind for the first time you we're so used to a particular taste and muscle memory mm. but actually. When we tap into, we're not even tapping into new muscle memory. I mean, we are in some sense because we're so used to our current muscle memory of, of living a particular way. Mm-hmm. But actually, when we try our best to live for Jesus by the power of the Spirit, we, we actually discover along the way, oh, there was a muscle memory before the, that sinful mm-hmm. muscle memory, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I have this sense of, and I, I experience this in, in, in some moments, I have this sense of like, oh, this is what it's all about. You know, there's that, oh, wow. <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. This is who I was really creating. Yes, 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 yes. And waking up to that more, which is the language of, you know, Romans 5, 6, 7, and, and 8. Yes. You know, especially like, especially uh, I think 5 and 6. 7 in a different way. It's more referring to the law specifically, mm. but especially 5 and 6. One thing I love about that, it's never about just going, it's it's always if if you I think it's yeah Romans six if he's almost pretty much saying he he's not going you know you're set free so so just you know just uh, no he, he's not going you know, just live differently because you're under, he's actually going no don't you realize this is already mm. true this mm. is true remember you're back you're already died in Jesus you're already resurrected right. again in Jesus right. it's almost like him just slapping like wake up wake up and Paul does say later on in another book over like, wake up oh sleeper you know it's like from your slumber yes it's like wake up to what yeah. is already true new creation has mm. come the the default mode of the reality has now been transferred to King Jesus the enemy is yes. defeated yes. and actually um, when we realize that, wow. we can go, huh, everything that's happening in the world right now that looks like the, the bee's knees and the big default, actually, that's the old ways that are coming to an end. Yeah. And actually, when I live this new life, um, I'm living on the right side of where all history is heading. Right. And Martin Luther King Jr. was right when he says, the moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards justice. To modify the moral arc, the, 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 the kind of the... the the history of the universe is long, but ultimately bends towards Jesus. Yes. And to actually yeah. to live this new life is to live on the right side where all history is headed. That's right. It's that is very much correct. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I think I, oh, wow. I've, I think I first stumble onto, and I think it's the word itself. And mm. this is why the words are so wonderful. Yes. Um, yeah. It was Bill Johnson who talked about you know, sin, and he he used the word design. That's the mm. first place that I heard it. And I was yeah. like, that's so very true. He said, sin is a violation of design. Yes. And I was yeah. like, oh, that makes that. sense. Yes, yes. Um, because it puts into perspective, at, at least for me anyway, mm. that mm. like when God is calling us to live life and life abundantly. Yes. Um, it's one of those things where he's trying to help us to to not be deceived yes and to sort of realize you've actually you're actually living under a ruler who's doesn't have the best intentions for you yes yes yeah those choices yeah those ways of thinking yeah they're actually not good for you yeah um and how often we believe the lie that they are as well yeah 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 that's what makes sin so deceiving. <laughs> oh yeah, sin, the principality and powers uh, of, of how of how yeah how it works in the world. You know, mm. temptation's very real. Uh, Greg yeah. Greg Boyd talks about sin as living in unreality. Uh, I think yeah. I might have said this last time. I, I don't know it rings a bell. I've said like I did, maybe I didn't, but um, yeah, sin's unreality. Yeah. So if the new reality is 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 the kingdom of God yeah. and that He's now King, and that everything that's happening around us. The evil that we see in the world, both individually, socially, systemically, communally, is is though it's very real, is ultimately gonna mm. come to an end. And, yeah, um, that is the unreality. That's actually the unreality. Mm. And it's, so he talks at the language of like, and that goes back to Romans six. It's going like, don't you already know? Don't you already mm. know? Like, ob- yeah. it's uh, yeah. objectively, yeah. Tr- it's objectively true that Jesus reigns. Yes. 
and that we realize that. And yeah, so sin is living on reality. Sin is believing that actually the reality is what we see around us, and and if we're very honest, sometimes in our own hearts as well. Yeah, you know, the idols that we have in our life. Um, and like it's, I mean, it's very convicting even me hearing this. Like you know, and I'll, I'll get. I won't get too personal on the podcast because it's still not dealt <laughs> the inner work into my private life. I am reflecting yeah. my private life, especially yeah. this week, just being yeah. just like, oh, just really, just really sinful week. <laughs> I've given to so many different temptations. Yeah, and, uh, the club, bro. Yeah, um, and I'm just like, yeah. in, in, in a variety yeah. of different ways, mm. you know. And like, you know, even, even as, as early as this morning, just like, some of the things I was doing, thinking, and, and mm. come to desires, I mean, how am I? Oh, and then I come here and do this podcast and I hear all this coming out of both of our mouths and I'm like, mm. wow, the Spirit's really doing a, doing yes. a number on, on yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's doing a number on you. Who knows? Too, but, right? and, and perhaps, perhaps the listeners yeah. eventually as well. Yeah. Like, oh my mm. goodness. <laughs> well, I'm so Absolutely. deceived. I've been so deceived. And, and I love that because, you know, we're, when we talk about the atonement and this whole topic, it's, it's this idea of, um, I don't know who it was, but cross is is offensive yes in that sense like it offends our i suppose maybe this very idea of hey like i am being deceived and i don't like that but we couldn't we couldn't see it without jesus yes we could not see it that's what makes deception so so crazy and nasty it's that yeah yeah Without yeah, Jesus. well, people who aren't aware are just like, well, you're the bound fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah like, absolutely. But when you actually see the face-to-face of that, which is perfection, that being Jesus, mm. um, yeah, she, there's that contrast. And oh. it's a beautiful contrast. It's, it's not like crazy. a, it's not like God's like, look at you. It's more no. like it's a, it's a beautiful mirroring, yeah. if you like. Yeah. Like, if Jesus is like a mirror, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I like how you think it's a benevolent it mirror and a benevolent I like person. how you just put it, it's the, oh. It's a mirroring. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Well, it can, I mean, it can be like that. But God goes, yes. It's going to be okay. Gonna be okay. <laughs> we'll, right. yeah. You know, we'll, we'll work on that. And, mm. and then, yeah, it might be tough love along the way, but it's about love. It's always going to be out of a place of love. And, yeah. and uh, you know, because um, we just remember tough love is part of the parcel, but it's a it good is. tough love. It's you know, great. it's, and, you know. Uh, it really depends on where we're at in life, you know. If, if we're more of like, if we're more kind of have it all together, elitist and things like that, then it could be a Pharisee type style love. <laughs> we, we very, yeah, where it's very like, quickly <laughs> go into that yeah. like, Pharisaical mindset. And, yeah. you know, if there is one group of people, Jesus, yeah, yeah. Have time and that them. is when I think there's more tough love language like, Nathan, stop it. Like, stop it. Like, Probably wouldn't call me an idiot, but you know. Right. <laughs> oh. But you get what I mean. Oh. It'll be just yeah, like, be like, come on, yeah. come on. But the paradigm still love. Yeah, that's too awesome. Hey, any other thoughts that? Um, um... well, I wasn't sure because you mentioned you wanted to talk about thankfulness. But I'm not sure if you still want to talk about that, or we save that for another time or not. I don't know. Wait, what? Sorry, you t- you mentioned that in the the text. I was like, oh, I did that thankfulness. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, thankful through hardships. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> it's up to you. I don't mind, man. We could stop. I, I don't. It's your podcast. <laughs> Being thankful through hardship. Through, I think I would say, um, maybe in light of today's topic, mm. thinking about it through, yeah, the yeah through the lens, yes, yeah. across. Yes, I love that. I love that because. Any other way, I think we cheapen yes. thankfulness a little yes. bit. Yes. So yeah, to treat it as a separate topic, yeah. detached from this is.